Yep. Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Hello and welcome back. We are going to talk with you guys about something that is critically important you pay very close attention to. It's that time of year again. We started our TFW 2020, um, I think, rally, if you want to call it that, last week. Some of you who did not uh, listen to those podcasts, you want to go back. It's giving you an exact plan of what you should be doing for the rest of the year to prepare for next year being your best year ever. Here's the thing you've got to remember, guys. Your year has already started. Your new year has already started, whether you know it or not. And if you're planning on coasting or just sort of working here and there for the rest of the year, you're going to pay the price in the spring. I strongly encourage all of you to go back and listen to those podcasts that we did last week. It gave you a step-by-step plan what you should be doing for the next three months. Um, Again, rebuilding momentum or building momentum in the new year is an enormous mistake. You want to do it now. That way you're rolling into next year with uh, ready-to-go sellers and ready-to-go buyers. Remember, we told you that, guys. It's one of the greatest hacks known to man for how to have a fantastic year is starting your year three months early. Gives you an unfair advantage in a way, doesn't it? I mean, think of it. If you had to go, if there was a you know coast to coast race and everyone leaves at Monday at noon, and but you got to leave at you know Saturday at noon, and you had a couple of days advantage on them, you're going to win the race, aren't you? That's the whole point of starting your year, your new year, three months early. Um, and if you haven't done so already, listen to those podcasts. But we received, Julie and I received, just gaggles of emails. And just comments here and there on our private Facebook pages from uh, coaching clients and just, uh, you know, all kinds of different ways you guys communicate with us. Um, And one of the things that really became obvious to us uh, mostly about a year ago was how much many of you had made the wrong decision about which broker to align with. Now, I want to get into the weeds a little bit on that uh, today, on today's podcast, and probably not tomorrow's because tomorrow we have an interview, but the following day. And we're going to talk with you specifically about the five biggest mistakes agents make when choosing a broker. And it's, it's important that you take this seriously now because as you're about to learn, the ramifications, the negative ramifications of choosing the wrong broker, they, will, they can ruin your career. And I'm, I'm not over-dramatizing it when I say that. You might not realize you've made the wrong decision. And so when we're going through these five points, it's really important that you're, you be critically and brutally honest with yourself whether or not you need to make a new decision and realign with a different broker. Hey, Julie, welcome to today's podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, and I couldn't agree with you more. This is a hot topic particularly this time of year, any time of year. But, yeah, I mean, there's so many questions that surround choosing the right broker in the first place and then maybe even later on, you know, if I need to switch, how do I know that I'm not making the same mistake again? So I think this is a really important topic. It does come up on Premier Coaching quite a bit, and we have so much, as you said, email and texts and these, you know, we have to address it. So looking forward to it. What's fascinating to me when just putting these notes together with you, Julie, on today's Mm -hmm. show, what's fascinating to me is how little 
even a great real estate agent who's got really great marketing and skills and just, you know, the, the unicorns in the industry, how oftentimes mm-hmm. they'll be so powerful at the lead generation and the sales end of things, but they'll still be so weak at the business and the profit end of things. It's almost mm-hmm. – it's like a huge contradiction. Yeah. They, they maybe are the best at listing appointments, and they're just unbelievable – you know, home run hitters, marriages born that way. You know, the, like I said, the unicorns. But when you start talking to them about numbers and you start talking to them about net profit, you start talking to them about anything that has to do with money, they are complete shit shows. And that happens all the time. It's incredibly rare that you come across an agent who's a fantastic salesperson. And by the way, this is especially true for brokers. You know, agents or brokers who are great at selling, but who are also great at running, uh, running money, managing their business and things like that. This is it's not always about you know the obvious things that everyone always points to. It's the systems, it's the efficiency, it's tracking your ads, it's tracking your this the other thing. All the things that people have been you know leaning towards and leaning on is the excuse for lack of profitability. Sometimes it's just a function of having a real coming to Jesus session with between you and your checkbook, or you you and your bank account balances, or your lack of bank account balances, and realize that some of the most fundamental mistakes that you made were some of the most fundamental decisions that you made about your career decades in some cases ago. So that's what we're going to hopefully help you peel back the layers on so you can get it to get back to in alignment with the reason you originally got into real estate. Again, this is going to be an uncomfortable conversation for some of you. It's not a comfortable conversation um, for Julie and I because we have always prided ourselves in being what we consider to be agnostic. And agnostic in essential, essentially means that we are not endorsing any one broker. And you guys will also, I think, appreciate the fact that we have always avoided uh, sponsoring or allowing anyone to sponsor us at all. I mean, this podcast is listened to by tens of thousands of agents. Just, just the last tracking period, this podcast was streamed and downloaded um, oh, about, it's almost 7 million times. The number of people who are listening to us on a regular basis is not small. It's an enormous number of agents. And also small business owners, too, where, where we're learning. Our book is still selling incredibly well on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and all the other bookstores. If you haven't picked it up yet, uh, it's called Harris Rules. Definitely get Harris Rules and uh, Amazon will get it to you in like a day or two, but it's also for sale at Barnes and Noble and all those normal places. And so, from because of the fact that we've over the last two decades they've been in the coaching and training business, because we put ourselves in a position of trust with so many of you, and we have avoided a lot of the mistakes that you know a lot of people make, where they start taking money from banks or companies like Zillow, and then all of a sudden their message can't really be trusted because they're obviously being paid to say uh, things or at least lean their opinions in a particular direction. It makes sense, doesn't it? Doesn't it make just – it's common sense that if you go to somebody's event and you see it's sponsored by you know, Bank One or it's sponsored – Bank One, listen to me. It's so obvious we're from Columbus, Ohio. Sponsored by Bank of America or sponsored from you know, by Zillow or sponsored by some other – well, you're going to probably want to placate your sponsors because they gave you so much money and maybe you're wanting some more of it from them for the next event you do as well. We've never done that. We won't do that. That's not something that we feel comfortable about because it, when you do take money from these guys, because we've been solicited by them many times – they always start out the same stance. Well, we want to underwrite your live event, or we want to you know, sponsor a table. Or, but here's what we'd like. We'd like you to put us on stage for 30 minutes or you know, 45 minutes. We'd like you to give us a booth. Oh, and by the way, it, you know, this, these are the types of solicitations we get for our podcast. And this really happens if you guys were ever curious. Tim and Julie, we would like to give you guys 
you know, 250 bucks or, you know, 500 bucks for a live read. Or sometimes they'll, they'll offer us more. You know, we had a big um, phone company, of all things, give us a new phone system. They sent it to us. I didn't even solicit it. We didn't even ask for it. It just showed up in a big-ass box of all these phones. And then they were going to – they wanted to basically have us use these phones, and then they wanted to pay us, you know, $2,500 every time we mentioned on our podcast. Well, it turns out the phones weren't really – that great <laughs> you know we discovered and it was like i'm oh, so glad we didn't end up i mean guys you know that's the thing that i think is the reason one of the main reasons that you guys trust us is because you know what we're going to tell you is not going to be tainted with um you know the bias that comes from receiving money from somebody julie does that make sense yeah it totally does and we stick by that policy so yes yeah, some of the crazy things that we've seen over the years what, what else did we see there was uh Random boxes of books are quite common to show up in the yeah, office and stuff books. like that mm-hmm. about many different topics. So, you know, we we appreciate people trying, and they're, it's a form of prospecting, I suppose. But we like to be as transparent as possible with you guys. So, yeah. Yeah. Always, always in, the, in the real estate investor world, guys, trust me when mm. I tell you that they would yeah. not like nothing better than For to sure. uh, oh, be on our podcast. We get solicitations from people that are, you know, you know, Bob and his wife Susie were, you know, digging ditches, and then they discovered house get flipping, and now they develop, now they develop their secret formula. We get like, I bet you, we get six or ten of emails like that per day. Someone trying to get on our podcast, and oftentimes offering us some kind of money to do it, and we won't do it. Okay, so when you're having, when you're listening to us, it's 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 pure. So. The re- and so this is a conflict. You can hear it in my voice. I'm stammering. When do I stammer? <laughs> so here's the conflict. When we are asked, and we are asked all the time, how do I go cho- uh, go about choosing my broker? And that's you know a question that everyone should ask. Um, new agents obviously are asking that, but then as agents become more entrenched in a particular brokerage, they stop asking, and that's where they start making huge financial mistakes, by the way. But we've always taken the answer and taken the stance that, well, you just choose whichever broker you like, you know, whichever one's closest to you or, you know, many of you never go to the office anyway. So it's whichever one you strike a, strike a good – well, we were giving wimp answers like that because for the most part it didn't matter. Most brokerages were the same. They are the same. Most brokerages out there, 99% of the brokers out there, they're offering the same. Maybe this one will tell you they're going to give you buyer leads, and this one's going to tell you they're going to give you, you know, branding or this. They're all basically offering the exact same thing. When you look at, when you look behind the curtain, look under the hood, it's all the same thing. But what has changed, and what is forever going to change the real estate industry from an agent's perspective, is EXP Realty. And so here's what happened, and this is a true story. I know I've heard, I've told this before. Um, and some of you have heard this before, but this is still – this is very true. It was May of 2018, and it was within a very short period of time. Just to summarize, I'd received – and Julie did as well – a lot of panic calls and emails from longtime coaching clients. Um, and by a lot, it was probably maybe 20 of – and these were – um, you know, these are people that were running offices and just they, and they're all asking us the same thing. It, it seems like EXP had gotten to a point where in this again, this was a while ago, but EXP had gotten to the point where it was showing up on everyone's radar and everyone was really curious about it. But these contacts with us, longtime clients in particular, they were losing agents. And so they were saying, Tim, Julie, what the heck is the story of the EXP Realty? Why is it that all my agents, or why is it that I just lost this broker, you know, this this team out of my brokerage, or why am I? Okay, what's going on? And 
we had certainly heard of EXP Realty. We had, uh, you know, knew many people at EXP Realty. Uh, we knew it was virtual. We knew they had a revenue share model, a stock plan, but we didn't really know much beyond that. We never really invested our time into it because, remember, we were taking great pride in being broker agnostic and just being agnostic in general, and we certainly didn't want to feel like we were betraying all of our listeners and our longtime coaching clients by all of a sudden aligning with a particular brokerage. It was in conflict with us at a very core root level. Our very sort of uh, DNA as real estate coaches and as people that have worked hard to earn your trust, we thought by aligning with any particular brokerage, whether it be one of those big classic brands like Douglas Elliman or anybody else, if, I, if we are all of a sudden start promoting a particular brand, you, we are, our fear was that you guys would say, okay, well, Tim and Julie sold out. I mean, isn't that what you would have thought? Probably some of you. And so when we came across the X, so so we kept on getting these, you know, sort of panic, what the heck's going on at the XP, and that started Julie and I on a bit of a quest, you know, and it took months. Now remember, we'd been solicited, we'd been certainly knew about EXP for years, but we just didn't really pay much attention. And then, as soon as we started hearing these uh, top-level broker clients of ours and agents and just office managers, you know, panicking and asking us, "What the heck is with the XP? Why are we losing all these agents?" We, it was then that out of uh, professional duty that we actually spent a lot of time researching it because we wanted to know it backwards and forwards. And like you, and I'm not, I don't take pride in telling you guys this. I don't think this is a strength. I think it's actually a weakness, but it is our natural st uh, stance on anything. Julie and I are profound skeptics. Um, we always take action, and oftentimes we take action without having figured out all the angles and answers, but the, real, the result is, is that we're skeptics. We're very, very skeptical of, um, of being straight with you guys. We're very skeptical of anybody that's selling stuff to agents because most times it is malarkey. Most times it's just smoke and mirrors. Some social networking guru is going to tell you how they absolutely build an amazing business off Instagram. I mean, that crap you should be skeptical of because for the most part it is an absolute pile of garbage. When you come across stuff like that and your skeptic you know, bone twitches, trust it because it's almost always right. So we have a highly tuned skeptic bone. A skeptic, our skeptic muscles are very, uh, I would say, sniper ready. <laughs> so when we, you, that's our approach to anything. And when we were deep diving in DXP, Julie and I had to do it in levels. We had to do it in layers. The first was just we called some people that we trusted, one of which was the former CEO of Keller Williams, one of which was the former president of the National Association of Realtors. One, you know, you guys get the idea. We have, we have, uh, we're very fortunate to have some very well-established friends in the industry that we go to when we need answers to uh, problems we're trying to solve. And, um, yeah, so we went to all those guys, and they all to a person told us, that EXP was without a doubt going to revolutionize the broker-agent relationship at a level that had never been done before. Everyone had always said it was sort of a trendy thing to say you were agent-centric as a broker. I mean, that was the trend for a long time. Notice none of them say it anymore, by the way. Uh, we're agent-centric. Our focus is agents. And some of them even went as far as to say, we're not in the housing business. We're in the agent business. Okay, I like all that. That sounds good. But then when you look again under the uh, hood or behind the curtain, you'll see there's not a lot there there. They're all doing the same thing, saying the same thing. That was just something that agents wanted to say. It was sort of or here, and that was just something that was kind of trendy to say as a broker or an office manager. Okay, I got it. Again, that drew us even deeper into our world of not wanting to align with any particular broker because we learned that they're all, we, our belief was they were all the same. 
again, until we really started deep diving into eXp Realty. And we went at the very top level asking our trusted friends and advisors, and then from there, we drilled down even further, and we got into the weeds with the specifics of what they're offering, how they're offering, how they're offering it. We we met with um, someone from their board of directors in a private closed door meeting, and, and you know, frankly, asked as many tough questions or we felt were tough questions at the time as we could, answered all of them. Okay, so we went. Eventually, we went to a. Um, they invited us to one or two EXP events, and we went. And I have to say, I've, Julie and I have hosted real estate events. We've been to just bazillions of them. We're not big fans of going to real estate events. They just take a lot of time, a lot of effort. And generally speaking, you know, again, there's a lot of the same there. It doesn't, they're never that special. It's always a glorified rah-rah event where there's not a lot there there. Not, there's really not that much information that's passed along. And when we, do our, when we host our events, Obviously, we do our best to make it so that we seriously drill down on providing you guys value. But real estate events, for the most part, are just rah-rah, feel-good events. You guys know this. That wasn't the case with the CXP event we went to and the other one we went to as well. And this was long before we even decided to work with uh, EXP. I would say even beyond that, we went there still with our skeptic hats on. Definitely. And we went there as attendees. We didn't even wear name badges. Julie and I, we were just there as attendees. We didn't even sit together in the audience. We sat on both sides of the room because our whole, our whole goal of going to the event was to talk with ordinary agents. We did not want to get the filtered version. We did not want to have this big wig introducing us to his other big wig friends. We wanted to get in there, and we wanted to meet with the boots on the ground, EXP agents, and we wanted to know what they truly thought and they truly felt. That's what we were doing, okay? And what we learned and what we experienced is Julie and I, we didn't, use, we didn't spend the day, to day, day together. We went, she you know, started hanging out with one side of the room. I was in the other side of the room. Coffee breaks, the same thing. Oftentimes when we're together, we get recognized. When we're not together, we don't get recognized. So we didn't get recognized. It was great. And at coffee breaks and now you know, when people were taking breaks in general, you go up to them and you start asking them questions. And to a person, there was a sense of, uh, I don't even know what the word is. Julie, can you help me out here? What was the big emotional difference that was different at these EXP events that we'd never experienced before? I think it was enthusiasm, but not in the rah-rah sense that I've been temporarily motivated somehow. It was more like an aha moment, like a collective aha moment is how I would describe it. Well, it was I a relief, right? About that. They yeah, had, they yeah, had I, I, yeah. It was a sense of community. It was a sense of relief. It was a sense. It was an aha moment for us. It was a sense of that they had direction, and and it was something we'd never experienced before. Because at real estate events generally, there's a lot of competitive ass sniffing going on. At this EXP event, it was collaborative, and I yes, never experienced for it. I never experienced enthusiasm. Yes, there you go. I never experienced anything like that outside of uh, church. That's it. Maybe in college, you know, when you're at a football, you know, thing or something like that. But other than that, never professionally had we ever experienced something. And Julie and I had been fortunate enough to be aligned with some of the high, high, you know, Howard Brenton stars, you know, we just all these things. But never had we ever experienced anything like that. And the reason why, and this is what it took us a while to figure out, was because the people that were in that room were not only they were owners of the company. 
So when you're with EXP, and this is one of the first, we're going to talk to you about the five ways to know when it's time to fire your broker. We'll get to it eventually. But the, I'm telling you guys, I'm trying to uh, uh, unburden my soul to you, asking you permission to tell you the rest of the story. So for those of you out there who are skeptics and those of you out there who do want to um, not hear us be sponsoring any particular broker, you'll set it aside uh, just like we had to. That's what I'm sharing with you is that we had to set our own skepticism aside so we could open up our minds and we can get in alignment with what you know our highest and truest purpose was, which was being a service to you guys. And I'm going to wrap up my story here in a second. So we were at this EXP event, then another EXP event. We kept on meeting these agents, and they did not have that 800-pound gorilla of uh, having transactional-based lives on their shoulders. There was a sense of relief, a sense of community. There was a sense of direction that was unusual. And like I said, the only times I ever felt like that was when going to church or something like that. Now, that wasn't good enough. That's how much – it wasn't me at this point that was a skeptic. Julie was like, okay, let's do this. What are we even talking about? It was still me. I was still not wanting to align because I was fearful of pissing you guys off. Frankly, that's really what my main objective was. And we had, you know, have thousands of coaching clients, and we've sold tens of thousands of books, and we've all, and I was overinvested in the idea that we had to remain uh, agnostic. I was overinvested personally in believing that that was a really key for you guys to want to follow Julie and I was that we did not align with anybody. That's what I believed. I think I was wrong. I know I was wrong. But still, not convinced, here's what I ended up doing. We knew, um, we're friends with a guy that used to be a CFO. He's now retired of a Fortune, I think it's a Fortune 500 company, or I don't remember. And anyway, he's run on a bunch of board of directors. He's probably one of the most professionally experienced people. It's one of, it's one of our own personal uh, mastermind people, or I don't know, that's maybe too formal. That's too. That's expressing it too formally. He's one of the people we go to when we're looking for financial advice. Okay, so we have real our little real estate, you know, board of advisors, and we have our financial board of advisors. So when we have a question about this direction or that direction, I email him, and he gets me. He gets back right away. All right, I asked him about EXP. And I said, this is something we're thinking about doing, and this is kind of the road of no return because as soon as we align, we can't unalign. And I asked him to find reasons why we shouldn't do it. Now, here's what was the, the funny reaction. I, I, you know, the XPI stock, it's all publicly traded. It's on NASDAQ. You can read all their public filings. You can read the profiles and all the executives. You can read everything you can possibly want to know because it is a publicly traded company, and publicly traded companies have full disclosure of everything. I offered to pay this guy money, right, to go and do a deep dive on EXP because I wanted to find a reason not to align. I was, was that much um, you know, married to the concept that we had to be agnostic, and I wanted to say, Julie, this is the reason we shouldn't do it. He, not only did he not find a reason why we shouldn't do it, he actually emailed me back and said it's something to the effect of he was surprised we hadn't done, already, done it already because it was such a home run um, for the real estate industry. In other words, he was saying, hey, Tim and Julie, I thought you guys were smart. Why hadn't you already done this, which I thought was kind of funny. Okay, now I'm, gonna, I'm kind of doing this out of order, but I'm going to tell you the bottom line here, which really pushed me over the edge. Julie and I are driving back from one of these events, and this is when we were living in Texas. We now live in Puerto Rico. I cannot believe I just said that, but yes, we are living in Puerto Rico. Um, So we are driving back from, I think it was San Antonio, Lost Maples or Lost Pines or something like that. And um, we're having this, Julie and I are having a conversation very similar to what I'm trying to have with all of you guys right now. 
And Julie was like, she ended up asking me these three questions. You know, <clears throat> the first question is, actually, I wrote these down, Julie. I don't know if you saw these. <clears throat> I don't remember if you remember asking me these questions. I'm going to try to find these in my notes so I can actually read them. Yeah, these are. Hold on, what's going on with my computer? Okay, here we go. All right, I'm going to read. I'm going to actually read the three questions that Julie uh, asked me. <clears throat> I'm going to get this right. All right. Okay, here we go. All right, they're way at the bottom of this. Hold on. Okay, here's the three questions Julie asked me. She said, um, and that we are sitting in a car. I remember even the car we were in. She said, does EXP offer agents something that will truly improve their business and personal lives? Because that's basically what Julie and I, that's one of our key fundamental things in our real estate businesses. We, we, our success is predicated on your success. Our success is predicated on us providing something of value to you. So we have to make your lives better in order for our lives to improve. And that, by the way, is the formula for wealth building. Ultimately, if you want more in life, and all of us do, just admit it, you do, when you want more in life, the key formula is to help other people accomplish more in life. And if you want even more, well, amplify that. And so the first question Julie asked me it was simply – um, does EXP Realty offer agents something that will truly improve their businesses and personal lives? And the answer was obviously yes. The second question she asked me is, does EXP Realty create a clear and easy-to-understand path for agents to obtain true financial freedom? Now, that second question kind of pissed me off, I have to admit. Why? Because Julie and I, our coaching program, our books, everything we say in the podcast, everything we ever said – I know for a fact that if you follow that path that we lay out for you, that you will obtain true financial freedom. But here's what pissed me off. I know our path is not a short path. Our path of doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level requires long and sometimes torturous amounts of sustained effort in order to basically have it pay off. It's how life works, but it's also a bitter pill to swallow. And in our book, Harris Rules, we are Really, it's you know essentially, guys. Your um, the whole point of running any business is to make profit. With that profit, you reinvest into things that are going to produce passive income for you. As real estate professionals, obviously, rental properties is the thing that makes sense. But to accumulate enough rental properties to get to the point where you're rich, where your money works for you, you no longer have to work for your money. It's going to take a long damn time. That's just a fact, Jack. Okay, we have taken 28 years to get to the point where we basically have accomplished that goal. 28 years of being married and buying real estate and holding on to it. That's what it took for us. So the question Julie asked me is, does the XP Realty create a clear and easy uh, to understand path for agents to obtain true financial freedom? The answer was yes. Okay, so that's definitely in alignment with us. And the last question she asked me, are the core values of VXP Realty 1,000% in alignment with ours? And the answer was yes. And I, I was overwhelmed personally because I was a little embarrassed, truthfully, because I'd never gone down the rabbit hole in understanding more about EXP. I was a little embarrassed because I was going to have to go to all of you and explain to you why we hadn't told you about this before, right? Because here we are claiming to be, a, you know, our highest and truest purpose is to be of the service to others, and the others in which we choose to be of service to is all of you in the real estate industry. And here it was, this thing called EXP Realty that would have amplified everything that we are trying to teach you guys and take you to a higher level faster. And we hadn't told you about it. I was embarrassed, and truthfully, I was ashamed. But here's what happened on this long car ride back up from San Antonio. No such thing as a short car ride when you live in Texas. 
um, she asked me the question, basically, so if you believe all these things are true and you've already done all your homework on EXP, remember, she wanted to do it, um, why are we not telling agents about it? And she says, and this is the essence of what she said, don't you think you're being a hypocrite by not telling agents? In other words, she called me a liar, right? And I thought, oh, shit, that hurt <laughs> because she was right. I was. And what was holding me back were all these false beliefs that um, you guys would somehow basically admonish us for you know, not being agnostic. And now, that, this, was over, this, this whole exchange I just told you guys about was over basically a year and a half ago. That's when all this happened. And since then, we have aligned with EXP. And since then, we've helped hundreds if not thousands of you guys discover EXP. And I have to say, without a shadow of a doubt, it's one of the best business decisions we've ever made because I'm seeing some of you, many of you, live as uh, live with this new path in your lives where you can not just make money following the path that we created for you in our books and all of our teachings, but also the additional path that EXP has created for you. That, to me, is unbelievably satisfying. It's one Aligning with EXP, I can tell you with 100% confidence, we'll go down on one of our top five, if not top three best business and life decisions that we've ever made. That's saying a lot from someone who is coming from absolute skepticism. So I want you guys to consider that as we get into the five reasons or five things you absolutely must be considering when you're just uh, choosing a broker to hire. Now, before we end up today's show, because Julie's got to go teach Premier, we're going to get to these five points on our next show. Um, I want you to know that you can text me now if you want to talk about eXp. Just text me right to my cell phone. It's 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. If you want a slightly less direct path to obtain information, if you want to just uh, obtain it in your own time frame, text the word EXP to 31996. Text the word EXP to 31996. There's a little seven-minute video that will text you right back that will get you started and answer most of your questions. I am, at this point, 100% confident it's the best fit for probably 98% of you. Not all of you, but 98% of you. And I want you to not burden yourself with this overwrought, skeptical path to discovering EXP like I put myself through and, and deep dive into it immediately. In the past, since we have aligned with EXP now going on a year and a half, close, you know, at this end of the year it'll be – no, was it a year and a half? No, crap, sorry. <laughs> I, we started learning all this about EXP, but actually formally working with EXP, that's only been uh, – it's been less than a year. How about that? But in that time of actually having all these opportunities to meet with different EXP people, it's just 100% helped me realize that this is the path forward for 98% of you. Now, the, the 2% that it's not a fit for – if you guys want to text me, I'll, we'll have that conversation. I'll kind of take you through a series of questions and see if it's a smart move for you. Uh, chances are it is. But my cell phone number, if you want to text me and have the conversation, is 512-758-0206. Or if you want to just go a little bit slower, you can text the word EXP to 31996. Guys, listen. We are absolutely going into a different housing market. Some of you already know that, and you're going, no shit, Sherlock. I realize that. Okay, but for the rest of you, you still are internally battling whether or not that's true. It is true. The housing market is going to shift in some cases radically over the next 12 to 24 months. Again, if you're in New York, if you're 
you know, Orange County now is experiencing this, Miami, all these big hot markets. Notice how the national news isn't talking about all this, guys. Isn't that interesting? Notice how the industry is not actually talking about in any sort of organized way what I just told you, that some of the biggest, most in, you know, important real estate markets in the country are in full-blown buyer market reversals now. Nobody's talking about it. I received an email from a longtime coaching client in L.A. who I know he listens. Hello, Ben. And he told me that for the first time in a long time, he's getting assignments for REOs again in L.A. Oh, my gosh. It's happening again. Are you paying attention? So one of the things you must do now is in anticipation of this new market, you need to start aligning with the brokerage that's going to get you into the end zone uh, and, frankly, be there to have your backs as the market continues to shift. I want to talk with you guys more about that. Tomorrow I'm doing an interview with someone I know you're going to love. It's fantastic. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite coaching clients ever. Um, but definitely listen to uh, that podcast tomorrow. And then on Friday or Monday, we're going to finish up this topic. If you guys need to get a hold of me, it's 512-758-0206 or text the word EXP to 31996. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow or anytime. You can listen to all of our podcast replays um, on iTunes, Stitcher, and, of course, they live on timandjulieharris.com as well. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show anytime. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.